It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Halkren, a second podcast for Tuesday, which if this was a radio station, I would call it a two for Tuesday. Couldn't help myself, sorry. Uh, John Stocky is going to be here. He's going to be talking about tourism, millennial marketing, and how you can get your message out and the difference between content and context, especially in the mobile world. It's next on the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkern, and as promised, uh, my friend John Stocky is here from the Stocky Exchange. And before we jump into kind of the conversation that we're going to have that centers around millennial marketing and travel and all of the things that you're an expert at, can you, for a moment, for people who don't know who you are and what you do, kind of set the stage as to kind of what your story is and, and why you're here today? For sure. Well, thanks so much for having me on the show. Really appreciate you, uh, you know, doing the show. A lot of great content. Happy to be a part of it. Uh, so I am... John Stocky, I'm a hospitality consultant, trainer, and speaker, uh, really focusing on hospitality-based businesses, so hotels, restaurants, bars, breweries, distilleries, wineries, um, because that's where my history is, working in hotels. Uh, graduated from Grand Valley here in Grand Rapids, uh, where you guys are. I'm actually up in Traverse City, where I live now. And as soon as I graduated Grand Valley, I had the opportunity to go move overseas. So I spent a year in Australia, I spent three years in the Middle East, and a year in China, and I was working for Kempinski Hotels. Uh, it's a luxury European hotel chain, and I was a marketing and e-commerce manager for them. Uh, that's where I got a lot of my experience in the hospitality realm. Uh, I love, 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 love marketing and selling experiences rather than tangible products, such as you know iPhone cases or whatever. I love selling the experience of right. what hospitality provides. And what's really fascinating, if, if people follow you, and you do a number of things that people can follow you, you literally, before we did this podcast, we're doing a Periscope so people can follow you on Twitter, J underscore Stocky on Twitter so they can follow your Periscope. You, of course, have your own YouTube channel, the Stocky Exchange. Forgive me for not knowing the distribution. How often do you do that? So the Stocky Exchange channel, we just got done releasing a nine-week Stocky Exchange marketing show series. Uh, I started doing a couple of video blogs, and then I got contacted by Cable Access up here in Travis and said, hey, let's rock it out and do a marketing show. So I was able to kind of help use their resources of a TV studio. I invited a bunch of local business owners, uh, and we talked about different things of hospitality marketing. So we had hotels. We had local media. We had restaurant owners, bar owners, breweries. We got to talk to some big-name players around Michigan. Shorts Brewing Company was there. Did an episode. We talked with Grand Traverse Resort. Uh, and the last episode capped off with uh, Chad Wiebesek, who's the director of the Pure Michigan campaign, uh, who manages their interactive marketing and social media. So we rocked that out for nine weeks, uh, and now we're looking at what's the next step in kind of doing this content that people really want to see. So we started hopping on Periscope, uh, and that's worked really well. Uh, I think it's fun. It, it really melds well with my personality and allows me to kind of I really thrive in the Q&A sec segment. I don't really like writing things down. I'm a terrible writer. Uh, my brain just doesn't slow down fast enough or slow enough to take what's in my head and write it down in a way that people want to read it. So I really gravitated towards generating video content, which works well because the internet loves video content right now. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. The only thing it loves more are kittens or puppies. And if you could put the kittens and the puppies into the videos, just forget about it. I'm, I think I'm just going to have my dog just kind of just chill on the couch next to me. We can ask him questions 
and I think it'd probably go viral <laughs> immediately. I would at least like to hear the answers, I guess, uh, you know, when, exactly. when you decide to do that. Okay, so you are about to launch. It's, it's crazy to say this, but we're a month away from 2016, and you're about to launch uh, into a new um, speaker series, so to speak. You're going to be talking about millennial marketing. Can you kind of set the stage as to, as to what's going to be going on here and what you are seeing in this space that literally every marketer drools when you say the word millennial marketing and how do we contact the millennials and how do we, you know... The, they might as well be aliens from Jupiter because we just don't know how to talk to them. What What have you learned getting ready for this speaker series that, that, that people can get ready to hear you talk about? Yeah, so I'm, I've had the opportunity uh, to, to set a couple of uh, speaking gigs in 2016. Uh, so we'll be speaking at the Pure Michigan Governor's Conference on Tourism in Lansing in April, which would be a really great opportunity to get in front of a ton of people who work in the industry of hospitality, which is what I love to do. So tons and tons of research. Uh, everyone like hey, people who do public speaking, they get paid a ton of money for like an hour of their time. Well, if, if people realize like what it takes to create an awesome presentation and have the latest and greatest and updated content and generate the content we do on a daily basis to try to keep people interested in knowing what I have to talk about. Um, so kind of some core things uh, that are really, really hitting hot with millennials. Um, we'll go over five things really quick. So we'll talk about number one, um, a lot of companies struggle with consistency in their branding and their marketing message. The easiest way to be consistent is to be authentic because you're not making stuff up. You're not pandering to markets. You're not trying to understand what a market wants to hear. Millennials love authenticity. So being authentic by default helps you be consistent, which will help you kind of target that millennial consumer. Pretty, pretty simple, right? Absolutely. Well, and, and you know, uh, and it, it speaks to, I think, what a lot of brands get wrong. And, and you and I were talking yesterday before the podcast is that that idea of branding being the logo and the motto. And in 2015, 16, 17, 18, that, that is absolutely not what your brand is. It's what people think it is. And that authenticity only helps keep that going. Yeah, exactly. And there's an inverse uh, kind of correlation between the, the scale of a company and the public trust that it has. Uh, and the more that we're learning that, is um, perfectly, perfectly um, implementation of a couple processes and companies that are understanding that, especially hotel companies, is instead of Marriott just being Marriott and owning all million hotels that they have, they are all devising smaller niche brands that are targeted towards specific consumers. So places like Aloft Hotels, uh, which is owned by Starwood, you have Element, which is owned by Weston, you have Vibe which is owned by Best Western. You have Hotel Indigo owned by Inter Intercontinental. They have specific small localized brands which are targeted specifically towards certain travel consumers. Not all Americans want to stay with a Marriott that has the check-in on the right with the red bedspread and um, the consistent <laughs> every single thing is the same every time. Millennials want a different, unique experience for place. John, this is, of course, not too dissimilar to what both the record industry and the movie industry has been doing when they've been buying up independent labels and make them still look independent, even though that they have mass distribution. Exactly. Even whole to even brands, um, one of the biggest acquisitions is AV InBev, just by B. Miller. Um, so if you know anything about the beer industry, uh, it's one of the biggest acquisitions in the world. Now they control over 75% of the world's large beer brands. They're going to keep the small brands and they're going to white label them or keep them small and local to make sure that you don't drive away your end consumer, biggest one being millennials over the next 20 years. Uh, because we want the individuality. Um, millennials are, are extremely smart because we now have the access to gain information everywhere. So transparency as well as authenticity is uber, uber important. Uh, companies who are losing right now at that game 
uh, places like public utilities. Uh, when we talk about authenticity um, and things that like hit us right in the feels, that emotional connection that if you can try to connect with people um, really, really resonates. A great example of that is the Dove's um, beauty campaign. None of you guys have seen it. Uh, it's, you know, it's, I don't want to say about like 100 million views of that Dove beauty campaign. And it's subtle, it's in the field, and doesn't say anything about and soap. That's the game. And the opposite of that is interruption. Don't interrupt me. I don't need seven pop-up ads to check out your website. I don't want to sign up for your email list in order to, to read a, a stupid little blog that you posted out. And is that interruption marketing, because this is your area of expertise, obviously, and, and not mine, is that interruption marketing pretty common in the travel Bev universe? I, I don't think it's as in, it is in the OTA land, so online travel agents. Um, there's so many different marketing messages when you're looking at something like Expedia.com and you're trying to find a hotel. Like, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming the amount of information and I say lack of transparency and their ability to sell. I read so many different terms and conditions about, well, 15% off if you book this hotel, but then you have to package it with a car rental. And if you don't book this kind of car and you book that kind of car, well, the deal automatically triples. And that's a big confusion about um, people's lack of transparency in the travel industry is, am I getting the best deal? That's where hotel brands are really trying to take as much value away from those online travel agents so they don't have to pay them commission by offering best rate guarantees. So pretty much all hotel brands now offer a best rate guarantee. If you can find it on Expedia, you call Marriott, they will book that rate. Marriott no longer has to pay commission to Expedia. They get all the revenue directly. The, the, the reason online travel agents exist is because of reach and attention. Pretty much the same thing as all marketing people should be focusing on in 2016. Where is the attention? If you're not where the attention is, you're losing. You've lost. Your estimation, John, like where do you think that attention is going in 2016? Uh, well, I, I think uh, the attention is definitely going to be focused towards solving issues, solving problems. Uh, and I think that uh, has been a big focus of where marketing is going. Live streaming, obviously, super popular right now. Periscope, um, Snapchat, small things where micro content becomes important marketing funnel has changed is it, pretty important that it's not just oh we got a big group of people and then they automatically all funnel down to eventually buying my product no it's a, it's a ton of small brand touches throughout a different range of mediums to help millennial consumers make purchasing decisions and we're not one group that can just be herded into a massive funnel people who were born at the beginning or the end of or the millennial kind of age range that is classified as, some of which grew up their whole life with the internet and some of which did not. So if you're trying to treat those both consumers by just putting them into a funnel and saying, these are millennials, this is how we're going to target it, um, you're going to be sorely, sorely confused when you're trying to do your marketing and why it's not working. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's step number three? What's the third thing you're going to be talking about? Advertising is a value exchange. So the concept of advertising itself being different than marketing has drastically changed. As I said, the marketing funnel is no longer just get a bunch of people into the awareness stage and then have them finally funnel down to the action stage. Advertising has to be value exchange. So what am I getting for my time to get to you? Am I watching a video? Am I forced to watch an ad in between my favorite TV show? Do I have to put through a banner ad? Um, What is it that you're... Requiring me to, to achieve the outcome that I came to do. 
people who can create that value proposition properly will win in the advertising game. In, in my opinion, subtlety is the key. Multiple brand touches is the way to go. So instead of saying, hey, this campaign that we're going to do is going to have blank-on-blank ROI, well, that one tiny thing, you will probably not see the ROI that you want because people aren't making those decisions based off one singular thing. That can either be the first, the middle, or the last brand touch that they have with you, and that may influence their decision, but it's not this for that equation anymore. If you're always saying we're going to do this and we expect to get X, you are always going to be disappointed with ROI. You need to start giving value away with the thought of not getting anything in return for it. The Gary Vaynerchuk jab, 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 right hook. The Gary Vaynerchuk mentality. Exactly. It's give, 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 and then right hook. So what what are the last two that you uh, you want to hit on before we bounce out of here for the day? Design for the digital blur. So people are not receiving information in fancy little silos anymore. It's not this is how it looks like on print. This is how it looks like over here. It's what is that omnichannel presence of marketing that allows me to move through your brand however your marketing messages are being distributed. You have print, web, radio, TV, social, digital, local, flyers on the street, little kids handing stuff out. Like Whatever it is, is make sure that you're designing for the information to be available within the digital burn, realizing that we have access to this content 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, within an arm's reach of our cell phone. Make sure that when you're designing content, that you're, you're keeping that in mind uh, and making it as easy as you possibly can with a mobile-first mentality. And, and most important thing, which all of these things that we talked about, being funny, being authentic, being transparent, uh, you know, making that emotional connection, optimizing for mobile, designing for that digital blur, all will fail if you don't understand the difference between content and context. Great, great content is lost with terrible context. So if you're auto-posting things from Facebook to Twitter and you have some very unfortunate endings because Facebook or Twitter only takes 140 characters, make sure that you're understanding the language that is being consumed in certain medias. Um, this podcast would probably go really terrible in a Snapchat because Snapchat's only 15 <laughs> seconds. So, and I think we talked for way more than 15 seconds. So the people who are really have the ability to really strategize their content, come up with awesome really great meaningful content but are not able to execute it in the right context are losing even if they got the best content in the world you have to deliver it in the right context you can create an awesome five minute video but if you put that five minute video on facebook you're probably going to lose that's the biggest thing that everything kind of funnels down to a lot of good ideas but if you can't execute the content versus context idea um, a lot of the, the work that you've done will be lost. Awesome stuff, my man. And if people want to get a hold of you on Twitter, remind them of your Twitter handle. So you guys can reach me on Twitter, J underscore Stocky. Uh, you can find me on Periscope at John Stocky, S-T-O-C-K-I. Hard to, hard to uh, remember that how to spell the last name. And uh, you guys can check out the company, Stocky Exchange, at Stocky Exchange. Um, um, love to hear from you guys. Um, trying to uh, do some Periscopes at least like, probably daily, and then reaching out to as many more people. And if you guys are interested in that kind of hospitality realm, head on and, and register for that Fear Mission Conference in Lansing this April. 
Very cool. And John, you know, one more thing before I let you go. When you're doing those periscopes, because today's was, I thought, was kind of interesting because it was more sort of B2C centric, right? You were talking about things that tick you off when you're dealing with the hospitality side. Do those questions come to you through users or do you kind of have a plan of what the periscopes are going to be? Yeah, so I have a plan um, because I had a guy, one of my staff up here, we literally just started writing down like 100 different questions of things that I can use to help gauge like sentiment of viewers and listeners on Periscope about what do they want to talk about. So I kind of lead in with some content. Uh, the one we did today was six ways that a hotel can only guess the first six minutes. Uh, I go over those six things and then ask for people to add on to it um, with their own experiences. Very cool. John Stocky has been joining us. You can find him on the Stocky Exchange or on Twitter or on Periscope. My friend, thank you so much for spending a couple minutes with us. This has been awesome. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate the time. And I look forward to connecting with you again more soon. Have a happy holiday, my man. All right. I'll talk to you later. So there he goes. Big thanks to John Stocky. Again, another podcast tomorrow. If you need anything, eric at mlive.com or on Twitter at Polymath and Vine. Have an awesome Tuesday. We'll talk tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.